Hello again, everybody. It is Tim. You are listening to the greatest goddamn podcast on the interwebs, the No Name Roadshow. And as I am every episode, I am fortunate enough to be joined by co-host, photographer extraordinaire, the sandwich-named tin-type titan. There's a new one for you, Joe. Oh, tin-type titan. Tin-type titan. Uh, always the Zvenguli and the Schooly, Joe McCarsky. Hey! Lots to catch up on. This is our first episode of the new year. Uh, plus, uh, also, uh, we're doing something technically new. We have a uh, remote location live into the podcast. So we'll get into all of that. But first, theme song. All righty. So, Joe. Uh, we have a guest. We have a guest location. Please fill us in. What is going on and where are you at? Well, um, I am still in Lansing um, at one of the only and my favorite bar. Well, technically, it's not a bar. It's a sandwich shop that s- serves beer. But I'm here with Ian. And Ian is the store man- the, store- the bar manager here. And um, yeah. I will let him put him on the spot. Let him describe what this place is and what he does here and, and who he is. So, Ian. The uh, Liar's Bench as opposed to the Liar's Den, uh, which or Joe club. or club <laughs> that Joe called it for a number of podcasts <laughs> is the only. That's awesome. The- we made such a big deal of like, oh, we're like this. Is- oh, so it's the yeah, Liar's yeah. Bench. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, in his defense, I don't think he can read, so it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's okay. We are very accepting here at the Liars Club. Uh, <laughs> the Liars Bench is a uh, beer and bottle shop in Lansing, North Carolina. We also make sandwiches, although I prefer that we didn't. Uh, it is a requirement uh, in order to keep our uh, alcohol license. Um, Lansing is a dry town. Running a bar in a dry town uh, is a unique challenge. Um, it had to meet a number of, let's say, esoteric uh, qualifications in order to uh, run alcohol out of here. Um, this had to be a historic building. That is unmodified. This building was built in 1951, which doesn't sound that old, but Lansing was a boom town, and a lot of buildings came up in the 1950s uh, to accommodate the Creeper Trail, uh, which ran right out front door here. Uh, Creeper Trail was a train line that moved lumber uh, from Western North Carolina up into Virginia. And it's cool. It's really cool, actually. It's like an old steam locomotive kind of... uh, uh, a railroad system. It's awesome. Oh, that is cool. Now, now I think, like, and this is the part that's like horrible. This is my modern mind immediately creeper trail. Like I just imagined like a bunch of like, Oh yeah. The I old guys. From, yeah, like, exactly. It's like no, that, slow rolling. That would be the side pervert trail. That's uh that is across the river. <laughs> this trail, it's easily is, confused. this trail is always wet. I don't like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where so, was uh, I? Oh, go ahead. Uh, Don't want to disturb your rant. No, go. Uh, so, so many questions already based off of the description. So, how did the Liar's Bench get its name? Oh, so, good question. And it, and by the way, is it plural or possessive? Is it like that? Like, is it liars? It, it's, like- it's it is possessive because um, if Joe wants to turn the camera around, there is the liar's bench. Um, oh, oh, there is an actual bench. There is an here. actual bench uh, that we mostly used to hold cardboard boxes that I've broken down. I don't know what to do with. Um, but the liar's bench is an actual object in the store. It probably belongs in a museum. Uh, whenever this <laughs> building was first built, it was a... Uh, grocery store and also attack and feed store oh and also a uh a butchery not yet not yet not okay. yet uh it was attack and feed store uh most of this this particular space actually held um feed for livestock 
uh, people would come down maybe once a month or so to uh, resupply for their animals. Uh, and they had the bright idea to put a sandwich counter where they only sold bologna sandwiches, only fried bologna sandwiches. But they had this bench that was just sort of in the corner where people could sit and eat their bologna sandwiches. And because people didn't really see each other all that much, they would hang out and they would they would just bullshit for hours on end. Uh, so eventually, oh, do, uh, there were do not tell me that this is where oh, you're full of bologna comes from because. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's sure. my first name. That's where the first my first name came from. <laughs> the, the, one of the original founders of Lansing, Mr. Oscar Meyer. <laughs> the first Wiener Mobile the actually first cracked. creeper on the creeper trail was Mr. <laughs> Hot Dog himself. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, so, 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 no, we, uh, what you want? Liar's Bench. So, like, you, uh, what you want? Um, I like that it's possessive. Yep. It's got a. So, how, like, so why is the bench belong to, who's the liar? Um, well, the liar was everyone that would sit on the bench and eat their sandwiches and tell stories ah. because it was all bullshit. Uh, and eventually, uh, their wives would come down from off the mountain, from out the hollers, to come find their husbands, and they would yell at them for just doing nothing but sitting on the liar's bench all day long. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's pretty, so pretty cool. It's, yeah, so it's still here. Um, there was an a, antique store uh, that actually had it originally, and that antique store was also called Liar's Bench. Once that antique store closed, uh, we became possessors of the bench uh, and uh, thought it was a pretty cool name. It is a pretty cool that name. Is it is a pretty cool name. And a good story. And it's, yeah. And uh, um, it's, it's Stevens, the owner, but it, it, was our, it was started up by somebody else. Is that true? No. No? Steven started the Steven liar's started the liar's bench. Well, the, the, the bar in the sandwich shop, yes. This what was, was here right before that? Uh, it was a hot dog stand. <laughs> <laughs> it was, fucking it, Oscar Mayer. I knew it. Oscar Mayer back Meyer. again. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn creep. Yeah. Him and his wieners. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then, and how long have you been working here? Uh, since April. Uh, of 2023, so yeah, I'm I'm a veteran. There's only one other person that works here has been here longer than me, and that her name is Audrey, and she's 16 years old. <laughs> and she's working tonight. She's, she's working tonight at the bar. Um, also, Ian's um, girlfriend works here, Fiona. Yes. Um, and and Fiona is she she was going to school. Um, was she here when I got here? Yeah. Or did she come back from school? No, she's been uh, out uh, for about two years now. Okay, so um, we were talking, and she was like, yeah, I go to school at uh, Wellesley. And I was like, Wellesley, Mass? Yeah, she goes to school at Hogwarts up in Wellesley. I don't know if you Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. That's but it's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, wow, such a small world. Uh, and... Um, they're, they're looking and uh, I, I don't know if it's a sensitive thing with Ian a, you're, you're, I guess he's going he's, but they're looking to move to Massachusetts how dare you I know. how dare you and as, as, as people pronounce it here because oh boy we're going to go down a dark path here for a second already. Um, some of my favorite things of this, this particular part of town or this part of the country is science what's that you don't it, science no needed applied in this part of the <laughs> country so they they pronounce it like every second grader in school pronounced massachusetts massachusetts <laughs> so hearing a, a 65 year old well-educated man talking about you know oh yeah um, i build houses and uh i have stocks and my family does this and oh you're from massachusetts <laughs> So, and I get very angry. Give him that look like you're. It's, it's almost as annoying as whenever you say Appalachian instead of Appalachian. I do. I say Appalachian. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we, we, uh, we Yankees all learned that Appalachian, like Appalachian just sounded like you were trying too hard. Right. So I was told that that's the word. I think you told me this. What's that? Um, the way to remember how to say it is like I'm throwing an apple at you. 
I didn't tell you that. No? That's, that's a good memory yeah. tool, though. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I got the, App- the best look. Appalachia sounds like, this, uh, I don't know, in my head sounds the same as saying vase instead of ace. <laughs> it does. It sounds like we're going on the we're going to the yacht, yeah, Mafia. Yeah, like it sounds <laughs> way like like sounds way more like snooty than what it actually is. No, you just gotta embrace the trash. It's not. It's Appalachian. Oh, okay. Appalachian. 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 And I can say that oh. because I am white trash from Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how far did you go from here? Uh, about forty-five minutes away. Yeah, north. Uh, down the mountain in the. Oh yeah. I am from where the mountains begin in <laughs> Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Oh, Wilkesboro. Um, home of the first oval track uh, for NASCAR, birthplace of Zach Galifianakis, and where they filmed Days of Thunder, right? Uh, they filmed at Wilkes. Uh, part of it they filmed at Wilkes uh, Motor yes, Speedway. Yeah. That's right down the road, Days of Thunder. They filmed a number of different oh. circle tracks, but yeah. The heart of Home it. place of NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, Moonshiners and reprobates. Yeah, this Moonshiner. The, uh, the, the woman that we're going to bring on in a little bit, uh, Ann Rose. Is a proper reprobate. Uh, yeah. She she moved where she moved um, where she is now. When she first moved there, they're like, why are you moving up there? There's only run, rum runners up there. <laughs> and then that wasn't too long ago. <laughs> But, so a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's a family business. Yeah. It is a family business. It's like secession, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> so, Ian, while we have you, uh, you've got to help yeah. us from uh, something that came up during the last episode, which is okay. uh, Joe's Sandwich. Uh, yes. Is there a sandwich named after Joe? And if so, what is the name of that said sandwich? Well, uh, my head chef out here at the the gourmet sandwich shop um, would often make Joe just random things. Uh, and Joe, who's always starving, always says it's amazing. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like, yeah, no, it's a... It's it a, is really good. It's they an old good. brownie that we found uh, that was half eaten by a rat. And Joe's like, oh, my God, it's so good. Um, now, the... The sandwich that we're making for him right now is called the Crunchy Joe. That is uh, about 10 slices of bacon. No, it is. Uh, uh, we uh, melted uh, some cheddar cheese to pour on top of that. Uh, we pickle, we house pickle jalapenos, house pickle red onions. Uh, we have a house-made garlic mayo, uh, lettuce and tomato that come from a local farmer, and then we uh, put that all on a Hawaiian roll. And it's sorry, good. Hawaiian bread. It yeah. is so good. <laughs> uh, heart healthy too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And it comes with an Narragansett. Oh, Hi, neighbor. <laughs> a Gansett and a Crunchy Joe. Yeah. Oh, it's drinking a, one right now. It's a, that dude. What are they? Five, four dollars. Four bucks. Four bucks. Four bucks for yeah. Narragansett too. Which is on also, by the way, one of the uh, last places I would expect to see Narragansett. It was one of the reasons why I didn't leave this place. <laughs> Places are, are still in my thunder. I went down to Jefferson, which is uh, uh, the nearest piece of civilization, because Lancey's got about 30 people that live here. Um, and most of them are actually in the bar right now. They are. Um, but uh, went down to West Jefferson uh, to a bar there. They're selling Narragansett, but it's $7 there. So Boston prices. Yeah, the savings. Boston prices. I, uh, the very first time I came in this bar, sandwich shop, sorry. Sandwich shop. It's, it's a bar. First it's time I bar. came in this bar, it's a bar, I saw the Narragansett and I told Ian, I'm going to kick that cake. <laughs> and I did. You did. You blew up my cake. <laughs> I should also know that So I, I, I'm running a, a, a classy establishment here. I'm running in a clean cut folk. And then this, this Chewbacca walks in, <laughs> wanders in. Drinks most of my Narragansett, wanders out, doesn't pay. Doesn't pay, I left. <laughs> he just leaves. <laughs> Comes in with uh, another guy who's a great guy. To cut. I'm like, where the fuck did that guy go? He's like, oh, he's fine. He's good for it. He's just wandering around. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> spot on first impressions. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> Three weeks later, he came back and paid me. Yeah. 
Who the hell is this gypsy that just like wandered in with the Narragansett bandit? <laughs> Are you the guy that lives in the bus? Yep. I've heard about you. No, I heard that there's Goddamn a guy living. Gansett thief. I, I heard that there was a photographer that lived in a bus before I met Joe, but Joe walked in. I'm like, that's the guy. That's the, <laughs> that's who's doing it. There was a woman yesterday or a couple of days ago that was at the bar here, and I walked in and she was like, are you the Rastafarian that I hear about? <laughs> yeah. That's Johnny. She is 95 years old and will outlive us all. Yeah. And her, and her, uh, her cat, her cat's name is Okay Kitty. Okay Kitty. Oh, because okay. you say to a cat every time. Okay Kitty. Okay, Kitty. Oh God. Yep. I got, I got a crowd now. There's there the head chef. Caleb. Yeah, that's Caleb. There's Ethan. Hey. And the background Everybody, we have some people peeking out of our shoulders. Yeah, no pressure. Uh, so I told Ian, part of the deal of coming on to the podcast was, we'd love to have you. Um, your job is to go get the next person. <laughs> Do you, unless you have more questions. I, uh, which what? I, I, I don't. I'm excited about learning that that's actually called the Liar's Bench. I'm excited about the Crunchy Joe. Uh, dude, super nice to meet yeah. you, Ian. Thank you very much likewise, for being likewise. on there. And I'm looking forward to actually being in the Liars Club one day. <laughs> yeah? Is that actually happening? It may happen. It may happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking about it. Well, get ready for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, this... I think you coming here would be a great thing and having this live here. That'd be funny as hell. Um, but our next guest is going to be the person where I'm staying. Yeah, you can drink. Uh, and I'll let her introduce herself. This is going to be fun. I can drink on a podcast? Yes. <laughs> Yay. All right. So this is Anne, Anne Rose. Ah. Uh, and Tim. Thank Very you. nice to uh, meet you. So what, what we've been doing is. This is my friend Joe. <laughs> Very nice to meet so you. So what we've been doing is um, basically it's kind of just Tim getting to know people and, and asking questions in a way. So um, would you mind introducing yourself? Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. <laughs> My name's Ann Rose, and I have a farm here in Lansing, and I grow produce and sell at the local farmer's market, the Lansing farmer's market. Awesome. But – she, she skipped over everything that's incredible. <laughs> Ann Rose is the woman that I met through Dakota um, and where I've been staying and, and buying land up there. Uh, how many acres do you have? 28. 27 now. 27 now. <laughs> it's counting down. Uh, Waddling away. <laughs> so um, um, I've been staying up there uh, on the bottom of the mountain. Ann has a off-grid home. What, what do you it's a shack. Do? It's a shack uh, at the top of the mountain, uh, off grid. I uh, would you like to explain it a little? Okay, yeah, I can. I, I forget people want to know about that kind Absolutely. of Absolutely. Yeah, I've right. been I've been off grid seventeen years, so it's kind of like old news to me. Oh wow, seventeen years! Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, I was doing it before it was cool. Yeah, I was gonna say, and like not only just before it was cool, but before there was a lot of like shared knowledge about how to do it. Yeah. So like, yeah, but you know, I have a tiny shed built out of reclaimed lumber and leftover stuff from other people's projects. And the power is all 12 volt DC. I don't invert anything because like your appliances, these are DC, right? You know, they're not AC. So if you can plug it in your car, you can plug it in in my house. But you cannot plug in your toaster oven or your microwave or your blender or your clothes dryer or anything like that. Got it. Because I just have DC power. Got it. And how do you get water? Uh, rainwater collection. But my water pump is DC power. It, it runs from the batteries that are filled by the solar panels. So, yeah, it's very primitive. Um, it's um, quaint. Homey, it's warm, beautiful. dry. It's beautiful. We had a sleepover there. Uh, <laughs> we did. Don't tell yeah. Nikki. Wait, no. Way to sell it. Way to sell it, Ann Rose. <laughs> no, Nikki was with us. I'm just kidding. Yeah. We had a we had a sleepover. Me, Nikki, 
um, Anne and Ethan. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you can tell on the video, but Anne uh, cut my beard after a bunch of screwdrivers. Um, in in like one light. Wait, oh, at, hang on. Sorry, uh, somebody. <laughs> she cut it with screwdrivers. No, we had a no, bunch of we screwdrivers. screwdrivers. Oh, oh, oh. Then, okay, all right. Yeah. I was like, that's what I was like. No, we're not skipping over the part where you trimmed his beard with screwdrivers. Like, oh yeah, it's very primitive <laughs> up yeah. there. We drank them, and then I cut his beard, which I thought was crazy. He let me do it because we were drinking. Yeah, we were drinking a lot. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, hold really still. <laughs> My scissors are sharp. And it was like the like being questioned by the police, that kind of one line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So but it was fun. So yeah, um, okay. So yeah, I have a tiny house and I'm off grid, and and you have you're off grid. I'm off grid, but you have gardens or hoop houses. I have four hoop houses that are a hundred foot long. Which wow. most of the time keep out the groundhogs, sometimes the deer, and not ever the rabbits. But I do throw <laughs> produce in them. Um, oh my god! And yeah, it's it's uh, an incredible like it's interesting. And we cut firewood together. Yeah, we cut firewood together. We I don't do any. Ethan took over the job now. Now he's doing the gravel. Mm -hmm. I the yeah. Gravel. Yeah, we, uh, we got that. I missed the gravel. Let's, I missed, I what's, missed what's, out on the gravel. What's, Me and Ethan shoveled a truckload shoveling of gravel. gravel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good day. Uh, but, yeah, she lives way up on the top of the mountain. What is it, 1.5 miles, 1 point? It's 3,330 feet from the road. From the road. And it is a... Hell of a ride. So, up if anybody there. wants to buy me some gravel, I will accept. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put it on the driveway? No, we put it for Dakota's tiny house. Oh. Yeah, we um, put it down on some underlayment. So, um, there's a. So, I've been doing a lot of construction work now, and Ian's the one that just recently said, That's funny, you're 51. You wait until you're 51 to start doing construction. Very good for you. Good you see them guns. I want to see them guns. Oh my God, Nikki, I can't wait till you get back. Uh, but we, we brought in a new guy, this guy named Tater. Ta really? Tater. Tater. Okay. Tater. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I call him Potato, and it's, it's switching over to Sweet Potato now. But Tater. <laughs> needs a place to live and we're building an a-frame on halfway up Ann's property this weekend oh so wow. that'd be really cool too so yeah mm -hmm. not only is it like um a beautiful place like there's a lot of things happening on that yeah. property that's transforming it into something that ann has envisioned for the longest time i'm building an intentional community of young men with muscles because i'm getting old <laughs> That is a beautiful plan that I think is uh, got it worked brilliant. out. And young man, one acre around the perimeter. <laughs> My gatekeepers. It gets hot enough during the summertime where it's like they might have to take their shirts off. Like, <laughs> oh darn, no, I, no, not for me, not for me. No, it's like it's like it's both chores and you're training them. Like, keep getting. For, oh no, that, yeah. that's not too heavy. You can you can pick that up. Like, That's you're like right. a personal trainer. Right. It's like, oh, oh I can't that. get this. Can you get this for me? Oh. It's so difficult for me to do that because I would been, have to be on my tippy toes. I have for this been one. I, my whole life. I have been just ferociously independent. So it's really been a lesson for me because I have never been able to ask a man to do something for me because I've been like, I can do it my damn self. Leave me alone. I've been like that my whole life. And now I'm like, okay, will you help me? <laughs> No, 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 no. Tell, tell me how you say like Ethan. I'm sure it's like telephone talking. Where get the fuck out of the bed and let's go. Yeah, we got e work to do. Ethan's like, damn. Ann just came down. I was like, you ready? <laughs> you ready to do gravel? I yeah. went and got feed this morning and got back and went to the house, went to the barn, unloaded feed, and came back out and texted him and said, "Are you ready to go get wood chips?" And he's like, "Yeah." And so he came and got in the truck, and I said, "Let's go." And I said, I said, I've been waiting on you. And he said, where you been? I said, I've been to Tractor Supply. I'm back. He's like, no, you haven't. I'm like, yeah, I have. <laughs> what, your ass was asleep. He's learning what I learned quickly. There's always something to do all the fucking time. 
always. There's no downtime. If it's light out, you're doing something. Yeah, because I go to bed at 7. So after 7, they can do whatever they want. But I'm asleep. Don't bother me. Yes, ma'am. But all right, so that also sounds like you're up early. So what time do you uh, like? Seven is when you uh, fall asleep. Like what? It, what's I get up about three a.m. I know. Yeah. But but for eighteen years, I worked as a nurse, and I had a two-hour drive. Okay. So I was on that schedule for twenty years before I became a farmer, because I always worked day shift, twelve-hour shift. And I would have a one and a half or two hour drive to whatever hospital I was working at because I did like staff relief work okay. where I would go anywhere within a two hour drive. Oh, what so, is it you? I learned something about mailbox numbers. I can't believe y'all didn't know that. Do you, well, Tim, you kind of know infrastructure kind of things, right? Yep. Um, I didn't realize mailbox numbers are the miles of the last intersection from the last road name change. It's like because with nine one one, this road Big Horse Creek is like zero to three point two, and when the road changes from Big Horse Creek from South Big Horse Creek to Big Horse Creek, it starts at zero again. So Tuckerdale Church is oh 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 one Big Horse Creek Road. And so then I'm two seven one four, which is two point seven one four miles from where the road started. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't. Know so that. it's like that more in rural than urban because you can't have that yeah, much it's difference. Very rural thing. So like for like the city or like any of the like the, that's not how it works in the Northeast or definitely not Boston. The addresses are not yeah. that way. No. Yeah, I couldn't find my way around. But uh, what you want? But the uh, the numbers on the addresses and the ways that uh, they come is always from center point, some center point in the city. So they'll go out of like whatever the equivalent of first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Like they ha- they bridge out from some centralized point that was predetermined inside the city. So oh, you're right because I do see it on top of signs. It'll be like fifteen hundred. Like it'll be like Madison fifteen hundred Ave. Right. And it'll be like fifteen hundred is the start of yeah. Mm-hmm. I do see that. Was, mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Oh, sorry, but never noticed it. Don't kick me. I'll try not to. So that's was farming always the goal and nursing the way to get you there and Rose or um, like how did like no. was that out while you're out here in Lansing like um, I'm so no, curious. No, I was raised on a small I was raised on a small homestead farm two counties down the mountain okay. um, and I have three siblings and I was the only one who loved it. Um, so when when we grew up and you leave home and you go you know you go work at Bojangles and Hardee's and you know, and then you get a shitty job you don't like. And so I had a divorce and a horse and three children. So I went to nursing school. A divorce and a horse. Yeah. <laughs> That's a song. It, it was easier. <laughs> that it is, is a song and a half. Even when you could write a song. Seriously. It, it was easier to feed three children and a horse than three children and a horse and a man who wouldn't work. So Man, this song is great in itself. I know. And I moved to the mountains and I got this little farm and it was just perfect. And I raised my kids there and I have so many stories to tell about my farm. Whoa. Hey, Nene. Uh, you have to call me when you get home. I've got something to ask you. Okay. Bye. I promise. See you later. See you soon. Yeah. So, what, so when it- the kids grew up and left home and I stayed because I loved it. It's it's like living in my childhood every day. So, what's one of your favorite memories and your seventeen years on the farm now? Favorite memory of what? Uh, and on the seventeen years you've been there now, when Joe showed up. That's oh, right. <laughs> um, All right. Second most favorite. Day. Second. The the funniest thing. So for a short time, I worked. I would make it brief. I worked third shift. And I would sleep during the day while the kids were at school, and I would get up when they would get off the bus. And they were little. They were like fourth, sixth, and eighth grade or something. And by the way, so hang on a second. They, you ha- they also had to walk like a mile plus to get to the bus? No, or like- no, because when the kids were with me, my house was by the road. Oh, okay. I sold that house in an acre when the kids left home. There would have been a mutiny 
I was like, that's so, awesome. Like, no. like that's 100%. Like those kids could actually say you had to like walk home, like no, but they had to walk both up directions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> so anyway, we were there and I was, it was a Saturday morning. So the kids were up and I was asleep because I'd worked the night before. And so I'm laying in the bed in this fog in my brain because I hadn't slept for a couple of hours and I can hear my kids running up the steps and then I doze off and I would hear my kids running up the steps and I was laying there going, what in the world? There's something wrong with this, but I don't know what it is. It was like three hours of sleep and I'd been up for 12. So I get up out of bed and I walk into the kitchen and look out the window over the sink. And one of my kids comes flying off the roof onto a trampoline, thereby bouncing over the clothesline into the creek they had dammed up. <laughs> I about had a damn heart attack. My kids had been running up the steps and jumping out of the second story window onto their friggin' trampoline. Into a a damn pool that they had made. They were like, you basically had like a circus going on. (laughs) Yeah. And I was trying to sleep through it. Those brats. That's your fondest memory? Yes, because... I love that story because my kids all lived and they're fine and they're strong women and they're going great. That's awesome. Despite my sleeping through half of their childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I haven't seen them yet, but um, the, uh, I'm trying to think of how I want to say this, but so one of the things that happened recently that's really nice is that um, one of the goats had baby goats. Oh, wow. So there's two newborn baby goats there. And um, Anne's been sending me pictures. And I keep on looking at them like, wow, they're so big now. But they're what? How many they're pounds? They're like three pounds. Three pounds each. So it's all adorable baby goats like, running around. Like with their little uh, like chopstick legs, like trying to figure out like, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, like I, that. I need to go see them. Yeah. You I don't know if I told you, you this. You tomorrow. You'll be up. Oh, yeah. We'll be yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. I don't know if I told the story. Uh, last podcast, but um, Anne has how many sheep you have? Um, seven sheep and eight goats. Seven sheep, eight goats, there um, and a horse. And I don't think the donkey was there at this time. But um, it was one day I was in the bus. And this was a couple of months ago, maybe like November. And um, I was folding my laundry at like ten o'clock in the morning on a weekday. And uh, I looked out and I was like, oh, I think that was a dog that just went by my bus. Oh, my God, there's a horse. There's Don. Oh, my God, everybody. All the animals escaped and they were outside the, the bus. <laughs> like goat, sheep, horse. They were just like, hey, how just you Surrounding doing? it like, hey, man, what's going on? They were yeah. just looking for grass. Yeah. And uh, I called Ann. I was like, hey, I think the, the animal's down. And she's like, all right, I'll be down. And uh, she has to walk all the way down to the hoop houses where the food's at. And uh, she got a five-gallon bucket and put, I don't know if you put feed in it, maybe some rocks. But you Anything hear, that rattles, they'll think it's feed. So you hear, I hear it way off in the distance, like, It's getting louder and louder. And she comes down the hill, and there they all go. Just all of them surrounded with a bucket. And as soon as they were there, they just fall and all the way back up. Oh, that's amazing. It was awesome. Like both directions, like one of them all just being like curious together of like, like to surround oh. the bus. Like, what's this? I don't know. We was... Yeah, they're like, where's this coming from? Yeah, exactly. From? Like, do you know? Like, I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Let's all figure this out. So wonder why they yeah. become food. So, like, like I said, there's always something to do. Always something going on at the dock. None of my animals know that they're going to be food until the minute they become food. What's the name of them, though? Like, isn't one of them named Barbecue? Yeah, stew, (laughs) burger, barbecue, roast. (laughs) If you're going to eat them, you better name them. Please tell me the horse is not named Glue. No, no, no. That's the cheapest therapist you ever did have. Rosie. Uh, She's my granddaughter's horse. Very nice. And what color? 
She is a strawberry roan. Oh, wow. Which is kind of a unique color. Yeah. Kind of a light red with some white flecks through her hair. Oh, that's really pretty. Yeah, she's awesome. And, um, oh, D Dakota's getting chickens tonight? I'm getting a new addition to my family. Uh, my friend Dakota is picking up a new chicken for me. Oh, wow. So I'll bring my chicken total to four. Oh, you, you homestead. <laughs> wait, <laughs> you already have? Like, we had the. This, oh, I yeah. thought you were going from zero to one, not from three to four. I didn't know that you had. No. He's doing chicken math. I'm doing chicken math. <laughs> if you get one, it needs a friend. And if you have two, then both of them need a friend. Yeah. So he's up to four. You're going to be Colonel Sanders here pretty soon oh, with all your chickens. Every every morning at seven o'clock in the morning, they're they're um, coop is right next to me. And what are they called? Those coops that you push? They're chicken tractor. Uh, so it's a chicken chicken tractor. So you can pick it up like a like a wheelbarrow. Like you pick up the handles and you can wheel it. There's wheels on one side and handles and on you, the bottom. Yeah, you move it so they're on fresh ground frequently. Right. Okay. So the the bottom is wide open to the grass. Uh, it's like a little mini A frame that you can just pick up one side and push it with wheels. Okay. Uh, I so, was I was thinking uh, more of like a tool, but it's more of like a a home. It's a, little, a mobile home. Yeah, chicken it's a house. yeah, it's a little yeah. A-frame chicken house. And it's right next it to the bus. It just keeps the predators from eating them at night. Yeah. Um, and they, they wake up at 7 o'clock every morning, and you think roost is allowed. It's... That's very good, Joe. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> For an hour. And that, that started off an hour. Now, as soon as I hear them, I'm in my slippers and my boxers, I'm out there opening the door and feeding them. But I have two Morans? Oh, that's mm -hmm. Two Morans. Um, and a Buff Orpington. And a, no, no. A Buff Rock. The, the, the yellow one. Oh, the yellow one. Yeah, yeah so, she's a Buff Rock. So they're all females. Um, and only one other person knew why I called it this. But so Nikki was like, we got to think of names. And I was like, okay, you name one, Thank I'll you. name okay, one. Okay, yep. Yeah, and she was like, why don't we do Wednesday because it's black, like Wednesday TV. And I was like, fine, yeah. dumb, I don't like it, whatever, I love you, I love that name. And I, mine was, mine's all black, and I was like, You're, you are sprockets. You know what that's from? It's the part where we dance. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that, right down to the head, oh, the head bob, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. perfect. 100%. Um, so we only had sprockets and Wednesday for a while. And then my friend Dakota had a bunch of chickens and he was like, um, do you, he's, he had what, like 13 or 14 yeah. and they all got massacred except for one. Oh shit. Like some, some animal tore him up and he's like, do you want another chicken? This one needs a home. And, uh, dude, chickens are fucking awesome. Yeah. Brought that chicken home, and you could see its eyes were wide open like, I saw shit. I saw shit that nobody should ever have seen before. All my friends were murdered. And, and it had that like look. the leftover soldier, like from a, yeah, from a war was. movie. I'm the only one left. <laughs> it was like What's, that for a while. He's just there at the end of the coop, just like the old guy at the bar. Like, what's his Every what's moment. what's his deal? Oh, oh don't. You just, just leave him alone. That's... <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> that's old. Uh, that's old Wingnut. You don't want to talk to Wingnut. <laughs> uh, so, so it's you, you, you think it, we're exaggerating? That was spot on how it was. Uh, yeah. And then, so the 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 black ones I have supposedly lay chocolate eggs. Like they look like chocolate eggs. The shell. The shell. It's chocolate. Like uh Color. like Cadbury eggs, like the like Willy Wonka eggs. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a, it's actually a rabbit and uh, I've seen the commercials. Okay, you wonder why our youth is so confused? I, I mean the Easter bunny lays a freaking egg. I mean <laughs> chocolate egg no less with milk. Like no holy shit. crap. So I don't know why we do that to our children. I do. It's fun. It's nice. It's detrimental fun to their mental health. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, I've been eating eggs from my chicken <laughs> all the time now. So fast forward, my cholesterol is spiked. I'm eating. Oh, I'm having no, eggs no, for no, water no, like Rocky. Like I no, 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 I, I'm joking on the. Uh, I just crack them right from the back of the hen and just no, just drink them out of scale. <laughs> He's such a Rambo. Sometimes so I just hold him high enough. This way, traps on my forehead, and it just <laughs> seeps down into my mouth. My beard catches the rest. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's Dude, that's what's going on tonight. We got a new addition to the family. That's awesome. Now, a friend of the show, and actually, he's been on a previous episode. Uh, Matt, he and his wife were uh, renting for a while. Um, before they moved into their uh, their permanent home, and the place that they were renting was like a, a kind of like a ranch farmish type place in Connecticut, and it had ten chickens on uh, the property, and Matt fell in love with it, like became a chicken obsessive, and like he's been trying to figure out since then because they now live in a little bit more of an urban place than that. Um, and it's uh, he was like I, 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 thinking about having chickens again, uh, yeah. And he talked about it so much, and I like, and now you're saying it. I've got the space here, and I know I could have them, uh, yeah. But I don't need like, honestly. I don't need more animals inside the house. I have I have enough. So they're the easiest pet to ever take care. Of. Yeah, but I travel too much too, and like that's just not. Oh, that's true. But they're like keeping a parakeet. You can put them on autopilot if you have a waterer and a feeder they're, for like three or four days. The other problem with uh, having chickens here is the coyotes. And they're getting closer and closer to like the, the inland portion. And like I don't really want to set up a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where are you at? Uh, uh, Las Vegas. I'm like uh, oh, four wow. blocks off of the strip. Oh, wow. That would be a hard place to have chickens. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if I told the story about um, Anne having a coyote problem and the guy that showed up. Oh, yes, you did the last episode. Well, yeah. well fast forward. That guy passed away. The crazy, the crazy coyote man passed yeah, he away. He had like two big heart attacks. Oh, shit. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Wow. But, well, so Ann just got too dark. Yep. Yeah, here's to the coyote hunter. Indeed. Cheers. She's not a hunter. Um, so now she's got dogs. Two great, great Pyrenees. 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 Um, I'm not sure if you know what those are. I am not. Uh, I am not the per. I, I, I barely. There. I mean, even though he's a super mutt, I don't. I, I barely can remember what the heck Finn is. Um, What's it called? You again? can Google it. They're, they're born. They're Pyrenees. raised in the Pyrenees Mountains. Okay. And they're bred to protect. They're a guardian dog. Yeah. Any intruder other than oh, I I have seen the okay. Yeah, they will. That Giant is, white. They look balls. like uh, what should we call it? Polar. They weigh like a hundred to a hundred. It looks like a polar bear with with yeah, yeah. with like yeah. more like and crazy hair. Huge. Yeah, and any animal that like it's really cool when um. When all the animals came down and did the laundry with me, that um, the 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 Pyrenees came down and they would one of them would sit at the foot of the the horse and just kind of sit right by its feet and so bonded to the animals like it was like yeah I'm one of these guys mm-hmm. wow. try to come near us and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I was one like, of those. Yeah. like yeah we're tight but like yeah tight um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that was really weird. Slow motion and kind of cool. that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> well, the lag was happening. Okay, yeah, and it was even better. Stretch the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's been going on here. Um, and Ethan is now living here. Basically, uh, he came here and was like, "Wow, yeah, I'm going to stop in and play some music." And now he's like, "He lives here." This is- they offered him a job today. Yeah, the liars. The liars den offered him a job. I know. <laughs> uh, like, uh, like a job to like work or like a job to like yeah. play. Uh, uh, Both. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You can clock out, go play some tunes, go serve some beer. 
<laughs> that's kind of where we live. Nice. It is. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> But I you feel want like, to interview Ethan? Um, maybe, so, yeah. I feel like I've been cutting you off a little bit if you have questions. No, no. You haven't cut me off for questions at all. And uh, what you call it? It'd be awesome to talk with Ethan. I, uh, what you call it? I wanted to bring up something, though, like speaking of like North Carolina and things like that. Are you familiar with the Mona Lisa of the Deep? It's been killing me to talk to you about this. Mona Lisa of the Deep? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so like back in 2014, there was they found this boat called the Ship of Gold just off the uh, coast of North Carolina, and it sank in like 1857 or something like that. It was car- it was literally carrying gold from the west through Panama and up to New York, and it sh- it sank. So people have been like we're searching for this boat for forever, but. There wasn't much of the gold left on the boat. But what there was were 10 perfectly preserved daguerreotypes, photographs, like original photographs. And one of which is this non the most perfectly preserved one is this random woman who has the same kind of general expression as like the Mona Lisa. But like, like, just like probably not like a pose or purposeful that way, but her look and otherwise is like so specific. And I was like, wow, I saw this within the past months when I was reading through things that popped up and I was like, wow, that's like Joe showing up in Lansing of just kind of like, here's this oh, photograph. And hey. like, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, I know I bring that story up before you leave Ann Rose, because the fact that the way, uh, I can speak on just from my own perspective as well as our our super loyal fan base uh, that thank you for helping Joe enable his uh, next stage. Uh, and I know that he's like found uh, even more extended family through the uh, community there and certainly mm-hmm. with you. And uh, uh, it's yeah. awesome to hear about your, even though you're, you're talking about building community of hot guys. Uh, that are doing work and shirtless. Uh, but that idea of building community and something, uh, uh, bringing people together is super special and super awesome. And uh, I am super uh, uh, overusing that word, but incredibly happy to have met you. Thanks. Yeah, nice right. to meet you as well. Awesome. I'll get even. All right. Thanks, Sam. Oh, Angel Wine Glass. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that uh, check out that Mona Lisa the Deep. It's uh, that like you'll get a kick out of it. Like the whole story. In fact, yeah. listeners too. Like uh, look it up. There's a there's actually in uh, there's a whole story about it. On, like I think a uh, professional photographer actually I have it linked. Let me see. Yeah. No name road show. <laughs> Let's go. Look at the new um, resident of Lansing. Yeah, I heard like uh, which one. So now it's did somebody have to go out to the sign and just add one number to the the population? It was like <laughs> four hundred line out four hundred one. Welcome, yeah. Ethan. Yeah. Funny you say that that you picked four hundred because you're so way off. It's literally a hundred and seventy three. <laughs> now one seventy four. <laughs> Has everything been going over here? Oh, it's been going good, Fantastic. yeah, dude. By the way, uh, and uh, we're ha- you're gonna have to 100% plug. I said this to you before uh, the show, uh, but now that we're actually recording, I want to repeat it. It has been so fun since the last time that you were on and last time I heard you perform, seeing you through your socials, uh, performing in different places, the collaborations that you're doing, uh, dude, like. Uh, you always sounded awesome, but it's super fun to see you sound even more so, uh, and in all the different ways. I mean, even there was one recent video, I think you guys were all in like a trailer or somebody's mobile home or, or otherwise like, or was it Joe? Maybe even like Joe, that was in the bus. That was in the bus. And like, and when Buskin just kind of, Oh, Joe, you sent me the text. That's what it was. I mean, yes. that was yes. freaking amazing. I was Dude, like, that was it so was cool. Out of control. Good. They're like, so Ethan's like, you know, he's a little modest on his music, but he's really good at what he does. Like he, 
are you the best guitarist? No. Dude, no are you are you way. the are you the best singer? No. no way. But what you have putting those two together and what you sing, you are the best at that. And it's really fucking good. All right, so I'm going to yeah. try something. Uh, we're, we're already pushing the limits of what we can do technically tonight. Right. Because, by the way, uh, audience, we figured out actually how to do, like, a live, like, uh, communication of things. Like, Joe's being able to play publicly like a speaker while doing the podcast without you guys hearing my voice twice, which is amazing. So we're going to try to push it one more time. And uh, I have that clip, Joe, that you sent me. I'm going to see if I can play it into my mic. Oh, that'd be rad. Whoa. Here we go. Oh, I should have brought more. Oh, that's uh, Quentin. Yeah, I guess Heck yeah, that's my buddy Quentin. Yeah. Uh, uh, so good story about Quentin. Please. Uh, so Quentin, um, Ethan was playing. I'll let you tell us about Quentin. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> all right. So I'll make this as short as possible. So I met Quentin in California. Wow, that's – And he oh, was – Sorry. I thought you were saying as short yeah. as possible. I met Quentin in California. Thank you. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, you look familiar. I'm like, you do too. Turns out we skated the same local skate park. We're both from Massachusetts. Damn. And we – and so we met in California, but he's like, dude, I live in North Carolina now. You should come out. The music scenes out there is crazy. I was like, I'm trying to get there. I hope to someday – well, fast forward, here we are. And he, I hit him up. I was like, dude, you should come to the property we're staying at, which y'all probably have been talking about. And him and his buddy Jackson came up and they shredded. That's uh, so good, dude. Like, so, yeah, like, he's awesome. Quentin's great. The most talented, like when they start, like the, the one dude Jackson was like, hey, let me warm up. And he started warming up and you're like, holy fuck, that's your warm up? Holy shit. And it was it in the bus was me, Dakota, uh, Jackson, uh, Quentin, and Ethan. So three musicians and two people listening, and that's it. Um, I proceeded to drink peanut butter whiskey profusely, like you it, killed I, the I, yeah, I you killed the bottle, <laughs> murdered that bottle. Um, <laughs> it's like you know, and every belch after that's like uh, what you call it? Just like Jeff, Jeff, yeah. <laughs> and so they were playing and even like as i was like starting to get a little buzz and and listen i was like oh my god this is so good i look up dakota's filming it i'm filming it like oh my god we are getting our own concert of fucking incredibleness then i decide i'm gonna start falling asleep (laughs) and they 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 heard me snoring and the music started like they were t- like I told me the next day, like we played you lullabies for yeah, like forever, so quiet, like jin, 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 go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, the bluegrass music ended. Well, there was a few times Joe would wake up, and I wasn't sure how you were gonna like respond to us still being in your bus, and you would just say, "Keep playing," Keep and then you pass, pass out again. And so we changed the music from like up tempo bluegrass to like lullabies for joe but crunchy joe go to sleep (laughs) so that was awesome night one of the things that um uh, that uh trying to build at ann's place too is a space and it's you know before the snow before the cold came before the short days i'm building a, a a stage basically where you can have couches a bonfire um and people can come over and play music that's pretty sweet it is. It's really cool, man. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. Um, the music here is out of control, and yeah, I'm I'm not a what is it, Americana, bluegrass, Americana folk, uh, like all the things. All the time. I will not. And I tell Ethan all the time. He'll be like, "Hey, you ever hear of this band?" And he'll play it, and I'll be like, "I don't like it." And he's like, "Well, I sing this the song, this thing," and I was like, "I like it when you sing it." Yeah, dude, and, awesome. and 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 I won't go out and listen to Americana. It bores the shit out of me. Bluegrass bores the shit out of me. But live, 
It's fucking awesome here. I feel the same. We were just talking about it back there, about like how we kind of don't really like bluegrass that much. But live is like a totally different yeah. experience. Um, it's unlike any music um, place I've ever been. And I, I, so I can I can vouch for like the there's a difference between recorded and live, right? Uh, so one right. of like one of my favorite live performances I've ever seen was actually for like a modern bluegrass band, uh, Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band, uh, and I saw them at uh, South by Southwest. They I think they they've won like a couple of Grammys or otherwise, and it's literally a dude who makes his own guitars. Like out of like matchboxes oh, really? and or cigar boxes and everything else like that. I think his wife, who plays a washboard, like with things, and then a drummer, and that's it. And they're kind of like this, like, and but just amazing. He's got this like really deep kind of like vibrato. Like it's awesome, and like it was one of those things that's South by. So everyone is like, this is I probably shit. It was probably 2017, so it's been a while. Um, yeah. But it was like most of the music there is kind of thematically similar, right? It's all hipster music in different degrees. Yeah. But like yeah. hearing that, like walking by and you hear, and like this weird like distortion. And then, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, look out the corner of my head. Like, is that woman playing a washboard? And then she douses it with alcohol and sets it on fire and keeps playing. And it's like, oh what the fuck is this? Like, and yeah, I've been a fan since. That's awesome. Yeah, Reverend, so this- Reverend Peyton and his big damn band uh, of two other so people. So I think you said something about like people playing like the songs. Um, they're all passed down here from families. And you can tell. Like they're all like like all the songs that are played here, everybody knows them and they pass them down and, and share them with each other. And that's really interesting. Um, I've never seen that before. So or I've never heard that before. Like, what do you mean by pass down songs? Like, like almost like passing like, down you stories? Know what talking about? Yeah. So a lot of these like Appalachia folk songs are coming from Ireland. It's a lot of originated from there. Okay. And then it's really just like, I like even Ola Bell Reed, who is like, the person and like she was born in this town and she's like in my opinion the godmother of old time bluegrass um and, she says and what's her name again sorry her, if you don't mind ola bell reed um ola space bell reed um she says in some of her recordings that's on spotify she's like i learned this from blah 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 blah. like it's not like it, it's all stuff that's just passed down and obviously before the times of spotify and such um it really is just like i heard this from my grandmother and then you try to recite it the best you can but that's what's the coolest part is seeing how the songs slightly change through generations doc watson's a great person to bring up as well because doc watson plays a lot of old time songs that he didn't write, but he heard. Um, and you can hear the difference between generations. There's lyrics that are, that change. And um, yeah, I'm a big fan of it. That's amazing. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, it's, it's growing on me in that sense, but I, I have yet to put anything on Spotify or listen to it. Like I'll go out and listen to it live. Mm-hmm. I won't put it on anything. Yeah. It's like there's certain types of music that are just harder to listen to in recording, right? Um, they did try playing it at the job site, and I yelled at them. I said, you're trying to put me to fucking sleep. I'm trying to fucking work. <laughs> then I put rat on. I'm so glad that that kid is not here anymore because there was a kid eating a hot dog oh, right there, yeah, and yeah. I just heard you dropping every F-bomb ever, and I was like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> the table over was a father and son and a little kid like playing with his toys and iPhone, <laughs> and they, they left and a while I just, ago. I just kept hearing, like, fuck, 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 and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so yep. uh, at my current job, uh, I became kind of uh, – I didn't realize it, but I uh, was – 
I was earning a reputation of being the guy who swears an awful lot at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm known as that here. And uh, what you call it? so it was like even down to that, I was like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Well, uh, a lot of our executive team are all like hardcore evangelicals, and uh, people have like just generally like we have like, they had had a lot of like external hires in a while, and they're like." Yeah, like you just it's always funny like when we go back to meeting recordings like like we have to if there's transcripts there's like we have to edit out the <laughs> number of times that you say like fuck. And I was like you know how you label flags and stuff the label is just him. him. Yeah. That's the label of the so flag. So I have that and I'm like of course because I'm an asshole. I like That's they it. tell me that like that morning and then there's another like training session uh, that like I'm supposed to record that afternoon for like for people and they're like, all right, I like so we like have their things like all right let's uh, like keep it clean let's keep it like somebody said something cheesy we're gonna go through it and then uh, they're like all right three two one recording and then like the person just kind of like points to me because I'm supposed to like kick it off and I love an easy layup joke. So <laughs> I opened up with it. I was like, oh, fuck, we're on? We're live? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting dirty, like, death glares from HR. Oh, it's so nice to hear because I get it all the time here. Yep. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like, I think I ha- like, I think it's. It's a mix for, I, I get it. I think I know from three places and they were all, it was just reinforcing it. It started growing up in Chicago. And then when I, uh, what you call it, got into the military, it just like doubled down on that. And then I left the military and moved to Massachusetts. And it was like, yeah, I don't have the accent, although it does slip out, which is weird uh, that I have that. And then, uh Yeah. It, there was no hope for me. Like the f bomb just became part of my vocabulary. Yeah, that's how it is. Same way. Yeah. Same way. Uh, what's like, it's. I will have to be deprogrammed with like some type of torture or otherwise for me to drop the word retarded. Like, uh, oh dude, my, my I, seventeen I years in New England. Like yeah, like I'm oh, sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, it's 2024. You'll get. I don't know what you'll get, but somebody will be. Mad. I, I've said it just the other day. Dakota. Dakota, you want to be on the podcast? Hell yeah. Uh, Only we have, a, we have a friend. He's, he's outside. Oh, what are you drinking? Can you say that? I can. Um, it's Telson, uh, Anejo oh, tequila. It's, tequila. it's just tequila. Yeah. So it is a, um, it's a local Vegas family that, um, decided to um, actually take their recipe and mass produce it. Uh, so they went back oh, to the region yeah. that they're from with the family recipe and started making this stuff. Oh, it's fucking it awesome. It looks delicious. It does. Next look time delicious. you're all in and Vegas, I, I'll make sure that there's more than a couple of bottles. Go. I don't drink anymore. You gotta go. Uh, of non-alcoholic. Hey! Uh, wait, you don't drink anymore or any less? What? <laughs> no. No, 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 we got a goat I'm on. I'm on a 60 day diet. We named it Greg. Nice. Yep. He's gonna have it on a leash like a dog. Oh my god. I mean, there's new thing. There's, yeah, new, there's new news stuff going here. on. It, it's it's oh. gonna get crazy in a second. Um, breaking breaking Lansing news. Breaking news. Somebody bought a goat. Yeah, somebody just bought a goat. Oh, <laughs> somebody bought a goat. Joe's got chickens coming. Like holy crap! Yeah. Always something Hope going I on. I got a chicken coming. Always. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I love it. All right, so I think Ethan, what, I was just, yeah, sorry. No, I think we're Wrap it up. I think we're at our. At he was our about time. to ask the question. Yeah. Oh yeah, time. shit! It went from like at the start. I kept looking at the clock, and I was like, man, like. Wait, I got a question like, for Ethan though. I yeah. got a question. Um, can you tell me one of your deepest? My <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, I can't even. I can't even explain the no, inside can. of that no, joke. This. this this is um after hours or the extra five a.m. five a.m. after hour. No, 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 dude. This, we're on a podcast. This goes out to everybody. Five a.m. All I'm gonna say is five a.m. Five a.m. That question was asked. Oh, hell that's yeah. it. 
Yeah. And I was like, I want to go to sleep. So I won't. I won't. But yeah. But, um, yeah. Joe, uh, anything that you want to plug, uh, promote otherwise? Shout out to chickens, bro. Oh, yeah, Wednesday, no, just sunny. Yeah, sprockets. shout out shout out to the chickens. Just like you said, Sprockets, Wednesday, sunny. And listeners, if you want to name a new chicken, here's your opportunity to name the new member of the family. So uh, here's what we will do. Uh, if you are one of the lucky people listening to this on Spotify, there will be a poll on Spotify for you by which you can vote. Uh, write in your name for uh, that. Uh, we'll go through and deselect or downselect from those uh, from those that are there. And um, uh, brunch them on the uh, the next episode, and then we'll have a vote. So can you wait? Oh yes. Can you wait like a, a, a couple of weeks, Joe, to name the chicken and just call it "Hey you" for a little bit? Oh, that poor chicken comes comes back from the auction with no name. You're, you're, you're in a better home now. Yeah. Uh, or we can try. We'll have to talk about this. Or we'll uh, post All something right. on the socials for you to be able to do it even faster. Ethan, before you leave. Oh, no. You're just derobing uh, and showing your guns. <laughs> That's called uh, motion, baby. <laughs> and Rose was correct. Like, she's building She's building herself some. Uh, yes. Like, did you, did she like, say that? No, she said she's building a community of all hot men. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, dude. She's uh, getting uh, jacked. But Ethan, so like, uh, your socials, please, for people to find about you and your music, man. Yeah, for Wait. sure. Ethan Grillo, G R I L L O underscore Ethan Grillo on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all the things. Craziest thing was the last time I was on this podcast was two weeks before I released my first music ever. Yeah. Um, I think it was supposed to be two weeks. It might have gotten delayed, so it's crazy because now I've I've got a, quite a bit of stuff out there, and when I find a good recording studio here, I got some more stuff coming. So very excited, dude! It's always a pleasure. I can't wait to meet you in person, dude. Vegas. It's gonna happen, indeed, for sure. Vegas, Super Bowl sure. town, Super Bowl town, baby. Super Bowl. Well, he's town. coming here. Yeah. Yeah. Tim's gonna come here. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You really well, trying should, to? Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, Tim. Uh, always a pleasure, bro. Alrighty. All right, bud. Likewise. Joe, uh, love you. Uh, yeah, love more you soon. Too, Until yes. next time. See ya. And Jesus is man. Man has no fear and he's always near. And yes, he's man. Man has no fear and he's always near Man, oh yeah